Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And he leaves this wonderful trio off the ground for the last time. I get asked that question a lot, and it's just a natural instinct, I guess. If someone's coming near me, I just push me out of the way. So there's no training or anything, it just kind of happens. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL semi final round all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, yeah, actually, it was uh, sporting related, but uh, not from a competitor. Um, there was a, a nice uh, boxing match set up between uh, Triple G, Genity Golovkin. And uh, Canelo Alvarez um, ended I'll, in a draw. I'll pre- pretend I heard of them before. Yep, uh, Golovkin's probably oh, easily be top five most recognised boxers currently. Like seriously, he, he's massive. Yep, I, he probably is because I reckon I can name three, and one of them is Conor McGregor. <laughs> I, I can name a lot, but if you put their face in front of me, I'm nah. screwed. I got no idea there. <laughs> and how many are Russian? Yeah, but, but I think is Golovkin, Klitschko's. Is Golovkin Russian or is he? Yeah, no. yeah. Anyway, um, yes, your highlight anyway, it was a draw. Um, it was a, a controversial draw, which, you know, boxing, so any time it goes to the judge, it's controversial. Um, and everyone sort of felt that uh, Golovkin did more than enough to win. Uh, Manny Pacquiao threw some nice shade, said, uh, what judges, what, did they fly these judges in from Australia to score this fight? <laughs> and I thought that was, that was a nice little shade throw from Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah. He's still Archer's, a little bit dirty, I think. Yeah, well, he, he's, he has every right to be. Well, he has knocked back a rematch, so... Yeah, you know, well, can't really complain. He's busy doing Parliament or some shit. Whatever. It's doing more fair than flying in some judges from the Philippines. Let's be honest. <laughs> you say when they pre-fill the uh, the scorecards, yep. you, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, and the last thing you want is to be flagged by your starter. <laughs> you get fucking shot. <laughs> well, it, it is a bit unfair to have a go at the Philippine judges there, where he was clearly robbed in the yep. Australian one. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> it was clear as day. Set up the rematch. That's what's going on. Anyway, uh, Brenton, beer of the week first. Beer of the week. We're going with going back to America. We've got Anderson Valley have released their IPA ranges in Australia again. We've got the Eta IPA. Nice big fruity. West Coast style India Pale Ale. So try and get your hands on one of them if you can. Really good for having a barbecue and is starting it, off spring. Is it pretty hopsy? Uh, this one this one is actually pretty hopsy. It's very hopsy, actually. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, go hassle down your local. Actually, also, there's uh, if you're out in the West, there's uh, a new craft beer bar slash, well, will be a bottle shop soon that's opened up called Mr. West. It's actually pretty good. So if you're interested in trying to find some of the I'm talking about and you're out West, you probably hit them up. Um, I'm not sure if the bottle shop's on running yet, but the bar... They're pretty much based on Carl and Sellers, and you can't afford to flesh out the bottle shop yet. Right. Um, so apparently it's a really nice venue, so if you want to get some good beers on tap, head down to there. Sorry, I thought Hopsy was the word you, you it told. It is. Oh, okay, I, I yep, got, got the right one. Okay, good. You got it right, yep. All right, you got a highlight then, or a low light? Uh, you tend oh. to go for low lights. Yeah, I do. I feel like, you know, a bit too positive here. Um, <laughs> did my tax this week. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can see, that, that's the difference. Like, I, I do my tax on about well, July 2nd. Yeah. Because I, I want that returned. I, I, I depend on that shit. 
Yeah, well, I had to wait until a hard drive that shut itself. I could recover it just right. to get some um, books, county books on there so I could do it all at once. Yep. Um, yeah, it turns out I'm getting four and a half grand back, so that's always, Fucking hell. That's always handy. That's bigger than my biggest ever. Yep, me too. Um, um, geez, so how does that work if you're on the dole? Well... <laughs> <laughs> so does the tax man know he's giving you four and a half grand back? Well, when you do your own tax, then this is happening. <laughs> yeah, I always do my own, the e-tax. And like yeah. you always say, you never swing at your first pitch. Once you go through and it tells you your result, you go, well, that's a first offer. Yeah. Exactly. yeah let's, <laughs> let's go back and see what else there was. Oh, because the other uh, business that I do is involved in Bitcoin, so or other cryptocurrencies as well. So it's just impossible to find anyone that knows what they're talking about when it yeah. comes to that. So a lot of us just have to do it myself. Well, I went through uh, a tax account the last couple of times because we got you know house and shit. Um, and the bastard had no idea what the fuck he was doing. Like, I won't say he had no idea. He's probably very good at what he does. But there's some shit that the tax rules haven't adjusted to modern life. Yep. Like, um, talking about, I work from home occasionally, you know, according to the tax man about once a week. Um, so you split power bills and shit like that, which works fine. But how do you split internet? I've got unlimited. Yep. So you can't split it per megabyte because it's unlimited. So I'm not using a portion for either. It's just fucking infinite. Yep, sounds um, like claim it all. Well, that's what I said. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, what do you reckon I should do? He's like, well, whoever's going to review this won't know either, so just put 50%. And I'm like, well, all right, that may very well be accurate. I do download large files. Some of them even are not pornography. So, fair enough. Yet. <laughs> Turn them into pornography, then upload them straight back. But so, surely you just do, like, okay, we downloaded X amount and Y amount was for work, and then just divide it from there. Well, you can't track it all, though. Why not? Well, it just doesn't tell me. Okay. It, it, I go to iPrimus, who I'm with, and it's like, how much to download? I'm like, oh, I don't know. You've got a limit, man. What do you care? <laughs> Stop enough. asking questions. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard when you use your neighbor's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, and plus, you know, who's to say someone hasn't hacked my Wi-Fi and is hijacking it? And Allegedly. You can say, uh, you know you're doing all right when you're claiming half of your neighbor's Wi-Fi that you tap into. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's when you, you're really at a, a different level. It's really cheeky when you run extension cords for your router over the fence. <laughs> well, especially because my Wi-Fi name is Federal Surveillance Band Number 6. <laughs> yeah. so that if, if someone's tapping into that, they're pretty cheeky already. They deserve like it. guy across the road hates you. Yeah. <laughs> um, my highlight of the week is very, very basic. Um, I was at uh, Coles the other day, and they had a special on dumplings, like a, right. a packet of frozen dumplings for like two dollars fifty. And I'm like, nice. how how shit do they have to be? Yeah. You know, for two bucks fifty. Well, let's be honest, most dumplings ten. are pretty shit. They're exactly, just cheap and easy to eat. But that's it. Like and hard che- to fuck up cooking. Cheap dumplings are fucking like that's the the, the best ones. Yeah. You know the yeah. the dodgy shops that cash only. They're the best ones. Yeah, it's like a toothy blowjob. By the time it's done, you've got what you wanted and you're kind of glad it's over. And you regret going to prison. But um, you say they're easy to cook. They're easy to steam. But if you want to do fried dumplings, they're easy to fuck up too. No, yeah. just steam them first. No, no I figured it do. out. You do. I figured out how to do it. You just have enough oil in the pan just to cover the bottom, put them in the pan for about three minutes, then put in uh, half a cup of water, cover them up and leave them for 10 minutes. Fucking perfect. Because... You can't just have straight steamed dumplings. You need the crispy bottom. Yeah. Doesn't it go soggy when you fill the water? No. Oh, yeah. Um, it still keeps it crispy. Um, and then it steams the rest of it. Isn't so, there some level of danger adding water to boiling oil? Uh, yeah, if you've got boiling oil, but you don't. It's not a fucking deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to I used like getting them and putting them in like two minute noodles to make my own <laughs> uh, wonton soup. Wonton soup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like next level me goreng. I don't know if it's next level. Then again, getting, you can only go up from meager angle. Really. That's, that's exactly right. So, yeah. yeah. There's our food of the week. 
Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we, we've got two games of footy, and there's a lot to come out of this one. Um, we, Apparently, uh, a big part is that I have no fucking idea about about how to tip footy. Well, that, that's been apparent all year. Yeah. Um, I, I, I won this year. Um, I got a belt. That was uh, yeah. That was uh, your ladder predictors. Um, the, the running champ. Um, it was funny. Like last week, we started off and said, you know, tradition is to write off those that lose the qualifying final. Yeah. And I, I said that, and then I wrote them off. And what do you know? Yep. They came back and both of them with a thumping win. It hasn't been a very close final series. No. Well, who would have thought that Swans just would have got... Well, they looked like... Well, Geelong was like last week. Yeah. Which is well, interesting. Start obviously, Friday night. Geelong over the Swans. Um, yeah, I did not see this coming from the Swans. Sometimes when uh, a club is lower in the eight and make it to the finals like the Bulldogs last year, and then mm. they fall over, you go, yeah, well... There were signs, you know, they were a bit lucky in this one yeah. year, and yep. you know, the, things fell their way. It was going to catch up to them eventually. Yep. Didn't see it coming. No, well, I mean, Swans didn't start the season until round seven. So, yeah. but I, I remember watching this game uh, just before the bounce. You know, when they're coming off, um, Chris Scott's having a chat to the uh, can't remember, might have been Lingy even. Um, they say, "No, how are you feeling?" He's like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna start danger up forward. Uh, see how he goes." I'm like, "Fuck, they've already gone to Plan B and hasn't yeah. even had the first yeah. bounce. They're getting desperate." And it turns out he knows a thing or two about footy. It, isn't it amazing? And I put. Half, you know, a lot of this win down to Chris Scott. Yeah, he had the coaching game of his life because, Easy. like you said, Plan B was danger down forward, but he went straight there. He took risks. Yep, um, because mm. he got it. Because on paper, you know, Swans were the form side; they were the favourites with the bookies. Geelong was shit house the week mm. before. Yeah. But it was that, and he knew that he wouldn't be able to stop uh, Sydney's midfield getting the ball first. So they had a floating player down back. Yeah, um, can't remember who it was. Which is uh, Lockie Henderson um, started, with. but it's amazing to say we're not going to get the supply up forward. So let's put our best player up forward. Yeah, like it's a massive, it's a risk. ballsy call. Yeah, especially without you know, without giving him the chance to get first use of the ball in the middle. Um, but at the end of the day, he's still got Silwood in there. Yeah, mm. he's lost Guthrie, who's yep. his <laughs> other ball mover. Mm. Um, Blitzarts had the it game worked. his life. Uh, it was a very interesting Blitzarts. I the, thought the, he, his ability to shut down. Was yeah, his, his sprint. Um, you mean chase down or shut down? Both, really. Yeah, um, because he was running off Josh Kennedy for a yeah, lot of the which night. is ballsy. Yeah, it's a good move, I thought, um, because he's such an unusual player. I've never bought into the um, into the hype with Blissavs. I, I never thought he was the next greatest thing, and you know he's a best and fairest winner for fuck's sake. Mm. Um, but he had a lot of handy touches. Yeah, he had a lot of shit ones too, though. He I did. Mean. Yeah, there's a lot of, oh, I'm going to kick this, I'm going to kick this, and it's too late, I've been smothered. Yeah. But in terms of the role to play, um, he did it brilliantly. Like, yeah. He wasn't expected to be a game winner, and he, he wasn't. But his ability to shut down their game winners was yeah. fantastic. And back on Dangerfield, don't forget, he was, uh, Rampy was standing in, who's yeah. an all-Australian backman. Yep. Mm. So you got an all-Australian backman bricks. on a part-time forward. Yeah. Although, you know, Calling Paddy Dangerfield a part-time forward is really underselling. Because <laughs> he's legitimately the, one of the best players in the league. Yes, but I, I feel like Zach Smith actually filled his role in the midfield. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing his own roving, doing a good job too. He's running off well, wouldn't he? Actually making smart decisions, not going above what his talent is. He knew very, very well what his limitations were and played to that. And yeah, did his work, did his own ruck roving, which I was very impressed by because I haven't been impressed by him much. <laughs> well, usually there's two kinds of ruckmen. There's the ones you can trust with the ball, like Goldstein, Goldstein in his... Uh, Prime and Cox, yeah. and then the others that you better handball it within two steps. Yeah, he yep. was handballing it within six steps. Yeah, so he's you know graduated a little Dungeon bit. a few tackles too. He's got a bit of agility, the big fella. I also thought um, 
Zach Tui had a fairly decent game, especially yeah. his intercepting uh, Sydney's forward ball. Mm-hmm. Um, still, he, he still looks like he's trying to figure out what his role is. He was playing a loose man, but um, it seemed like Sydney just managed to pick him out every time. He, he took a lot of balls. Um, uh, he took a lot of footies, I should say. He's take a lot of balls. He, he's got a lot of balls about him, too. <laughs> um, he's had a great year. Yeah, he's running out, yeah. out of there. Yeah. Um, big reason why Geelong are in a prelim. Yeah, and they definitely needed that uh, bit of a strength across halfback, especially where Harry Taylor's going to be, obviously, his hands full on Buddy, and so well, you need someone else to be able to step up. Well, hey, Lonergan pulls out pre-game. Yeah. Um, who's had the wood over Buddy more often than not and mm. could have been his last game yeah. um, that he uh, set out for. Apparently, he looked absolutely shocking that morning too. They tried to get him <laughs> up for it. Him and his missus were both crook from food poisoning or something. Um, and he drove to the ground and they looked at him and went, fuck off. You can't. He's going to make the rest of the team sick. Don't he's, stay here. He's bolted straight in the toilet. <laughs> he's chucked on a Sydney jersey. <laughs> on yeah. there. Speaking of chuck on the other guernsey, uh, Motlock. He, he has had the biggest form turnaround from yeah. one week to the next that he, I've seen. It? The one week turnaround you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. He, very quiet in the first quarter, um, but I think it must have been in the third where he, he kicked his first goal and yeah. he didn't even look at the goals. Yeah. You're like, if Motlop's kicking them, forget about it. Yep. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, I think maybe he just doesn't want to go to Sydney next year. So <laughs> this could be the issue. Or just he's just trying to make sure he gets over the minimum threshold yeah. for, for pay packets. <laughs> Which seems pretty much something he would do. Well, what about the big budster then? Um, he had the uh, strapping on the thigh that he copped the corky last week, but you can't say that was a, the reason he was so quiet. No, not yeah. at all. Because he still kicked four or five last week after the corky. Yeah, I think uh, it was just Geelong putting a player, whether it was Henderson or um, it's Taylor uh, Warren, like Chewy, mm. uh, into where he was going to lead. Like they could read where they were going to kick the ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and always had someone there to mark it. And a lot of times, uh, I think it was Tuiyo uh, Henderson or whoever were uh, shoulder to shoulder, and they would block his run which technically you're not really supposed to do, but they managed to make it look like, oh, I was going for the mark. It's, Often enough. If you keep your eyes on the ball, you're usually you're allowed to do it. Yeah. It's one of those ones where technically if you want to pull the rule book out, it, it'd be against it. But if you did that, everyone goes, well, that's how you play football. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. If you applied every rule consistently all the time, football would yeah. be unplayable. Like I said a million times before, the man in front in a marking contest, yeah. there yeah. is no rule. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody accepts that's the rule. Um, and it's just, you know, it's that one of those things. It's literally an unwritten rule. Hmm. Australian football is a weird fucking game. Yeah. It's, it's odd. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Buddy Franklin, very, very fucking quiet. Not often he's kept quiet in big games either. Usually he, he loves the big stage. Well, he had to push down the wing just to get the ball for most of the game. Yeah. And once that happened, there was no one pushing back to sort of give him a chance. And they were the only decent kicks he got. Yeah. Well, mm. Even he's straight in front of goal, just missing from all over yeah. the place. Uh, missing everything at some point. You know, from 55, which is usually his wheelhouse yeah. as well, pushing him wide. And it just looked like just one of those off nights. Didn't matter what he did, which was never good enough. Just yeah. was hardly a try, the worst to play. And he, co- and, he co- and Parker. Yeah, Parker yeah. was... Uh, actually, well, pick a Swans player that won his position. Jared McVeigh, maybe. But that's about it. I, I couldn't think of anybody else who... Kieran Jack had a decent one? Yeah. I, I don't know if he had a decent Not really. Enough. I mean, I thought Jared McVeigh playing in game number 300 and obviously, uh, you know, the missus popped one out uh, earlier on in the week. So he's had a big week. Um, I thought he's probably the Swans' best player. But, gee, I mean, Parker was quiet. Kennedy was kept mm. quiet. Heaney didn't look like he got near the ball. Uh, Rowan was dropping marks left, right and centre and getting caught. Hanbury got uh, 27 touches, but 20 of them were handballs. Yeah. Which just tells you that, you know, it was, it was hot. Um, and I don't think the Swans lost it at the selection table either. Even though they were very tall, like, um, oh, God, the Ruckman Sinclair. 
um, who didn't get much of the ball. I don't think he got his second kick until the fourth quarter. Yeah. Something like that. But he dominated last week, so you've got to pick him. Yeah. And, you know, and Reed was quiet, but I, I really think, again, and it's not for the first time, Longmire was outcoached. Yeah. Not yeah. at the selection table, but... I, I'm going to agree with you. And normally I think uh, Longmire is in the top 50%, but uh, in this match, he was outclassed from the from before the first bounce. See, I don't think so. I've, and we've had this argument before. I, I don't rate him as a coach. He's going, all right, this is our structure and it's not working. Well, because you're not doing the structure, just keep, <laughs> keep doing it. In the fourth quarter, like this, sorry, the third quarter, this is a do or die semi, semi-final. Um, you're down by 40 points and you're running a loose man in defense. Yeah, that was ridiculous. No, it's time to go, you know what? I don't care if we lose by 100, we need to score. Yeah, mm. and that was, mm. like, that should have been made after probably halfway through the second quarter. They should yeah. have tied it up. Hey, let, let's try something else. This isn't working. Because it was Reed across halfback who was the yep. spare man, yeah? And even when he got possession, he just wasted it. He wasn't like he was, you know, lighting, lighting the, the field on fire. So I feel like, yeah, at that point, you need to start just rolling the dice a bit. Put Buddy in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Put him on the wing. Yep. Do a Richo. Yeah, do anything. Try and get get, get him hands on the ball, get him to form, and then you know have him going towards goal when he's kicking as opposed to leading out, and maybe find a bit of a touch. Well, he's one of the most dangerous offensive players to ever pull on a pair of boots. Yeah. yeah. Use him. The thing is, when his goal kicking's off, his field passing isn't. Yeah. You know, like, there's still a couple of nice ones. Where he's, I can't remember you know, how he set up, but just on an bullet. angle, yeah. yeah, just right on the chest. Um, but do something. But Something. Their, their delivery to the forward line was so terrible, it looked like North. Oh, horrible. <laughs> no, honestly, the amount of times that North, and in this game, Sydney, would uh, kick out of the middle, not right to the spot, you know, 35 metres out dead in front, and all of a sudden, so they, the defence has gone, you know yep. what, I reckon they're going there. Yeah. And, and the commentators and everybody else watching said, okay, Geelong, have, they've got the, the Hawthorne plan which is actually the Collingwood plan that Hawthorne <laughs> adopted because Collingwood did it in round three or something, which is we're just going to make go wide. We're going to hang on to the ball until we see something. We're going to yeah. make Sydney want to play us one-on-one. All right, we'll make them play us one-on-one. Um, and they have the kicking skills to back it up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that in Varsity Blues. <laughs> um, Dawson decided to do that with Tweeter on the outside. <laughs> Take them running one-on-one. <laughs> Oopty fucking oop. I like it. I like it. He said Dawson because he's from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I, like, I can remember his fucking name. Johnny Mox. Johnny Mox. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Keanu Reeves' character at a point break? Um, no, it was Johnny Utah. Johnny, Johnny Utah. Utah. Yeah, yeah you that's are. right. Yeah, and everyone just remembers Bodie anyway, don't they? Pretty much. Like, how many kids are they named Bodie now just from that movie? Fucking plenty. I don't know Patrick Swayze got around a bit. He might have uh, authenticated a few of them. Yeah. Right, right. I'm trying to think who is Bodie in Varsity Blues. Uh. <laughs> wrong fucking. I'm like, it's Tweeter. Tweeter's the one. Yeah. There you go. Or Billy Bob. Anyway, great um, movie that one. That still alive? <laughs> no, Billy Bob died. Yeah, he passed away yeah, like two years ago. Shit, and so did um, uh, what's his Fast and Furious Brian um, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah, he died. Yeah, about five or six. Yeah, years he was ago. in Varsity Blues too. Yeah, yeah he was too. Yeah, yeah. fuck, yeah. it's a. Um, Coach probably died. James Vanderbeek yeah. still going. I think Ali Lada's no, career John, died. John Voigt. <laughs> yes, Ali Lada. Yeah. Put whipped cream on your tits and that's it. That's it. Should have shown tits. I'll tell you yeah. what, maybe that's what the Swans should have done is come out with whipped cream on the tits. Well, I actually remember in Varsity Blues, that's got a bit of a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two hey, games this, to talk this, about. This involves footy, so I remember playing, um, <laughs> even though I grew up in New South Wales, somehow got selected for uh, Vic Country football team to, to play in uh, the Vic See, Championship. New South Wales did, uh, in Broken Hill at least, they did kind of uh, try and play whatever hand was good. Yeah, we go like, South Australia. Go go SA, go South Wales, go Vic. So you try it for a fucking everything. I, yeah. I do. I was uh, an alternate or reserve for New South Wales and South Australia. In one year. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make either side. But. Uh, we were 
I think we went to Chatty or something like that. Uh, it was before, obviously, Melbourne, so I don't remember what shopping centre it was. Yep. But Vasty Blues is playing. We've got the yep. day off. So, all right, whole team in their gear going there. Walking in the cinema. It's empty except for two teenage girls sitting <laughs> right in the middle. Oh, God. So, you surrounded her? Did not even leave them a seat spare. <laughs> <laughs> Just chock a block, man. Front, left, right. <laughs> like, that's going to be the most intimidating movie they watched. She, she was airtight. <laughs> So, yeah, back to the footy. Um, <laughs> I thought that uh, Callum Mills did okay. I thought if, if there was anyone that sort of gave an effort, even yeah. didn't turn out, I thought Callum Mills did enough to, you know, be able to hold his head somewhat high. Probably right. Effort was probably what he had. Yeah. Um, it, it is hard to play a lone hand. Yeah. Well, you look at um, Hanabry, who had 27 possessions, 20 handballs. Yeah. Just so, mm-hmm. so much pressure they're under and how many, you know, options they didn't have when kicking forward. Do you think Tom Hawkins had a, a crack at danger for making him look bad? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's was, like, motherfucker, I've only got a goal in junk time. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was a nice kick, though. It was. Yeah, it, was it was pretty good. <laughs> um, but it, that's the second time. Whenever Dangerfield goes forward, um, he, like, against Hawthorne, he kicked six. Mm. And I think Hawkins had a donut that day, or he might have kicked one. Uh, yeah. But it, I said to you, Brenton, it's a bit like uh, Michael Jordan once said about Larry Bird. He's a better three-point shooter than I choose to be. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Tom Hawkins is a better forward than Dangerfield chooses to be. Yep. He's just, just a good man to have around a club, so you just feel bad yeah. taking his position, making him redundant. And it, it made me think about Lee Matthews. Yeah. Because um, I was saying, I was looking up some stats um, during the week, um, and Lee Matthews once kicked 11 goals as a rover. Um, Jesus. So it's not a bad effort, that not, one. Not big on handballing. No. no. <laughs> hey, 38 kicks he had out, out of 41. 41 possessions, 38 kicks. How many goals did he kick? Sorry? 11. 11. Jesus, hell. <laughs> From the midfield. So he had 27 out in the fools or something. I, th- I think he did kick 11 goals three or, or, or something wow. something or other. Um, and they didn't keep full stats those days, but you guarantee, like Hawthorne kicked 20-odd goals. Yeah. You guarantee he had a few assists in there. Did everyone kick 10 or over goals this year in a game? Yeah, Buddy kicked it in round uh, 23. Yep. I think that was the only bag 21. of 10 for the year. Yeah. Anyone I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I don't know what where this leaves the Swans. It's a little bit weird because you say, you know, 0 and 6, and God, that, that was banged on a bit. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, they didn't make a prelim, and last year they made a grand final. Well, you know how um, for a lot of teams you say, oh, well, if they'd have won those close ones, they would have finished here, which is really just an effort in masturbation. Yeah. But uh, Sydney, I think, were one of the teams that did win those close ones. Yeah, um, yeah except for the first six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first six, that they were trying a new game plan, didn't fucking work, and it took six weeks for Longmire to go, all right, we'll try something else. Um, but it seems like those ones, they had a few get-out-of-jail frees that put them above probably where they should have been. Yeah. They were still, I would have put them top five uh, this season. But... Um, We'll put it this way. Nobody wanted to play the Swans in the finals. And, yeah, shit, no. And none of us picked them to beat Geelong. Um, even Geelong though, to beat them. We didn't pick Geelong to beat them. Yeah, we didn't pick, beat them to beat Geelong. Um, we did pick them to beat Sorry, them. yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, and so it's not like they didn't have the talent out there. They just... just yeah. Here, here they are. They're finishing, what, fifth or sixth? Shit, there's probably 12 people on their side that'll walk into any other team as best 22. Yeah, but yeah. it's still like they're... Sort of younger ranks are still alright. Uh, they've got sort of a progression plan, but I think the coach needs to go. Oh, I, I honestly do. Too. Give me and uh, Stewie Jew today knocked back the uh, Gold Coast gig. Yeah, well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, easy apparently call. he thought. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He said it because it's Hinkley's to have. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, we've known that from quite a while. Um, it actually came out on Friday or Saturday that the Port Adelaide are pissed off because Gold Coast have contacted uh, Hinkley's management. Um, but I think we dropped it on here about four or five weeks ago, yeah, didn't we? I'm pretty sure. If we didn't, I, I knew it. I just didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. say it. <laughs> uh, I think uh, we've made our viewers, very, listeners very aware of that sort of relationship yeah, and that yeah. headhunting pit. But uh, yeah, so I don't think he'll take it though. I think he's on too good of a... He's got the the run of the place at yeah. Port Adelaide. Yeah, that's what I think. And well, they haven't sacked him yet. Unless he's he's laughing. Yeah, he's got to deal with Koshy though. Yeah, fuck like, do that. You, do you know who the uh, president is of Gold yeah. Coast? Yeah, it's no. Cochrane. But uh, yeah, could you pretend every second? <laughs> could you pick him out? Like if you had him and Koshy and another bald dude with glasses side by side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could pick about because the other bald dude was the only one I'd be talking to. I'm like, oh, for fuck, shut up, Koshy. shut up, Koshy. And Cochrane, I don't believe a word you said. Bald dude, what's your name? What are you up to? Oh, fuck. You, it's Alan Jones. Fuck. <laughs> Can you paint my house? You look like a painter. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's. I mean, that'd be enough for me to leave. <laughs> I would. I would love if that was his exit uh, interview, and he published it. Just like, why, why are you going? Oh, fucking Koshy. <laughs> no, well, seriously, I, I was going to stay, but fuck hey, it, I can't. Why the fuck not? Because he's the one dumping on the players in the media or yeah. you know, fucking functions the day after they've lost an absolute heartbreak. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm leaving because Koshy's a cunt. Yep. <laughs> do it on the morning show whatever show oh, he's, he's on Sunday footy show yeah no do it yeah, <laughs> the Koshy right. show What's, what does he do he does uh, today, um, today Sunrise, Sunrise. Yeah. do it on today yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> go to Carl Stefanovic fuck it oath and, and drop the C-bomb too oh, the, the, the day after the Logies have the Logies happened yet I don't know I don't know who knows um, do it the day after the Logies when Carl's still pissed yeah. you know, like, Carl mate gosh he's a cow isn't he? <laughs> so he, Carl was ropeable the, the Logies are moving to the Gold Coast yeah, yeah. No, I did read that. Like, I, I guess it's just he can't get an Uber home now. Who gives a shit about the Logies? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love. You're right. I did oh, see. I could not care. It, yeah, the most smallest portion. But he's come out and go. Oh, it's a Melbourne institution and blah blah blah. You're know, like, no, no. Melbourne doesn't care. Yeah. I literally Nobody until cares. probably two years ago didn't know that it was held in Melbourne, and I only realised that when uh, Koshy and uh, the dude that does Deal or No Deal got fucked up at Revolvers <laughs> yeah. and ended up trying to That's fight right. a bouncer with a Euros or something. It was shit. like face down in the gutter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. fair play to okay. him. Yeah, he's some fingers or something. Yeah, I remember when I worked in, in, in the Crown Casino and they'd host the uh, Logies in the Palladium there. 
Um, they have like a after party for them in Club 23. And this is when Club 23 used to have gaming tables in there. And I remember dealing with this couple when they were an older couple playing roulette or some shit. And they're like star spotting people from the Logies. They're like, oh, that's so-and-so. Do you know them? I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> what? You don't know her? I'm like, no. Nope. I'm like, where do I know her from? She's the host of the, the morning show on today or whatever the fuck it is. Yep. And I'm like, it's 2 a.m. On a, on a night, on Tuesday night or something. Yep. Chance, you reckon I'm getting up at fucking six in the morning <laughs> to watch TV? To watch how good yeah. is your washing powder? Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, what's really in your meat pies? It's like Today Tonight and whatever the other shit show is. Where they're, Are you paying too much for your groceries? If you're shopping at Coles or Woolworths, you're paying too much for your groceries. And then the next night, Coles or Woolworths, yeah. best value. If you <laughs> Coles aren't paying the farmers enough, but we don't want you to pay too much for your groceries either. So somehow they're supposed to lose billions. <laughs> anyway. So that uh, ends the Swans and it puts uh, a great prelim on the cards for next Friday night. But we'll go to the other game and West Coast come out against GWS. This is the one that I, I picked um, because I thought GWS had got to give up, uh, play better than they did the week before. And West Coast, they look like, like we said, they played their grand final the week before. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we are going to play West Coast next week, but it's not to be. I was voting emotionally yeah, on that one. You don't want to play this GWS. Yeah, yep. This is what we thought they'd look like. Yeah, well, for sure. With Stevie Johnson in there. Shit. Six fucking goals. Some nice ones too. And yeah, let's be honest, they fed him the last couple. Yeah. But, but that's still him saying, lads, remember remember when you said I wasn't playing last week? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, I, I saw him go for some leaps and it was more like, I'm just going to jump up here to make sure yeah. there's a contest. And then he come down and... I've still, stuck. Got, I've still got the ball. Yeah. Oh, shit, I've marked it. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I, I, that's what I meant. Yep. yep. It's like two or three times, too. Yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, he's never taken those marks in his career. <laughs> it's the best knock on the back of the head that everyone's ever got. Like, <laughs> actually, people say you got to protect the back of the head. Bullshit. He, he said that in the post game with uh, with Lingy. He said, yeah, knock on the back of the head might have put some talent back in me. <laughs> I'm actually shocked that Lingy was able to get back up for this match. Well, After the night before, he was spent. <laughs> yep. uh, and to be fair, Lingy's uh, preamble into that question was about four, four and a half minutes long. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, he, he enjoyed himself, I'm sure, Lingy. I vaguely recall him saying something moderately intelligent during the game for the. I think you were drunk. And, well, no. Oh, definitely drunk. <laughs> yeah, once or twice he might have. Um, yeah. But uh, it was the speed of the midfield. Um, that yeah, really got relentless as well. Um, Shield managed to turn his form around from last week, which yeah. is good to see. Uh, actually, play had some useful possessions. Um, is Josh Kelly announced he's staying at GWS? No. Uh, it's expected, apparently. He did say he was going to announce it after this semi-final. So I would reckon it would be tomorrow morning. Right. So, he's... sorry, we're recording on Sunday night. Um, yeah. So it'll probably be Monday or Tuesday morning. If he's announcing yeah. after the semi-final, he's staying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he so, said yeah. he's going to stay, but they haven't actually signed. Yep. Just trying to get a few more extra beans in there. Why wouldn't you? Well, uh, ever since, remember, you go back to round one or whenever it was, when North said, we've offered a million dollars. Well, they didn't say it. Yeah. But uh, it was reported that North offered him a million dollars. And we all, everyone went, for him? Yeah. And now you go, yep. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's why you go. That's where the that's where the deal starts. But apparently, North's last deal that they offered was uh, one point nine in the first year. Yeah, so heavily front ended because they missed out on all the other. Yeah, you know, big, well, they, ha- big they have to items. pay someone that money uh, because they're massively under the salary cap. Yeah, well, you got rid of all the bloody uh, senior players. Well, they uh, had they uh, had veteran bonuses, but uh, yeah, well, veteran bonus is only hundred grand. Uh, I thought it was like seventy five percent. No, only went no, towards. No, no, no. Jeez, that's some good loading. But either way, um, I, <laughs> I guess someone's getting fucking paid. It's probably Ben Brown. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot of front end. He'll be the highest paid person in the fucking <laughs> league. For one year. Yeah, <laughs> 2.1 million for one year. Well, that, that's the way to do it then because, you know, they've been the name. That's like 10 million Tasmanian dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they've been the name thrown up for every high price and, you know, and 
they've been given credit for driving Dusty's price up. Yep. Um, and I've got no problem with that. Yeah. It's, they've done their job. You know, that's what they should be doing. But I, I would also say that, um, you know, as someone, part of my job is pitching for high-end work, if you're competing on price and you've you got the best and you're losing the job, someone's fucking up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, well, I think you, you there's a lot of people far. fucking up. <laughs> you don't have to look far to see where you're fucking up. I wonder what the number for Dusty to get across North Melbourne would have been. Yeah. I wonder what the tipping point was. We have to say if, um, if it was ever it was, feasible. It was about 30% more in the end. Hmm. If that's not enough, there is no enough. Yeah, yeah, e- yeah. exactly. Because if you go any higher, even like Dusty's going, okay, great, you're paying me 50% of your salary cap? Hmm. Who am I playing with? Yeah. Because they must be shit. <laughs> How much will they hate me? <laughs> <laughs> whoever, you, whoever turns up on the day. <laughs> and I'm always buying fucking dinner. <laughs> it's bring your boots round. <laughs> uh, um, I thought... Uh, of course, I'm going to focus on Sammy Mitchell in this game because uh, he's last one. Yeah, he just shy of the 30 touches again. Yep. yep. Um, but did uh, get a junk time goal in there as well. You got a couple? Didn't that chair him a off? Couple? No. 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 They did, they had Petrie, um, Pritis, and Mitchell all retiring. So mm. 940 odd games um, <laughs> of experience there. Yeah, half uh, the teams walking down the aisle with them just chairing them off. Yeah. Well. Um, but I, I did see somebody go to Mitchell and he shook, shook him off and said, no, nah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so I think they had the deal like, we'll just walk off. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which um, I thought I'm, was a shame. I am done. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame really for Pritis because yeah. he's, you know, uh, grown up as a footballer in WA. and yeah. um, Got a Brownlow. Got a Brownlow for him. and it's been keep there. it. Um, whereas you know with Drew and uh, and Sammy you go well you've been there for five minutes yeah but to be honest both of those could go around again if they had wanted to uh, yeah they didn't need to no no but um, for West Coast sake if uh, if they were in a window now you'd say well you know maybe we'll keep on the list they're you know good to have on but uh, West Coast are dropping off well I I don't think yeah, I, I'd go the other way because you don't really need Petrie because Nick Nat's going to be back next year. Mm. You hope. And, and you'd, I think Pritis and Mitchell in the same midfield, just, especially in this game, it showed that they're slow. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You could do with one of them. Yeah. Um, but two this, of them was overkill. They've got slow leg speed, but uh, they've always had good, uh, uh, great, good targeting. Yeah, great vision and all that. And uh, quick and, disposal. They can get to the, the hand or the foot yeah, very quickly. But you only need one of them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, um, funny thing with this game was that... West Coast are getting pumped, and so they don't have much of the ball, yet they had 23 less tackles than GWS. Yeah. So they just can't get near it. It wasn't the endeavor. They gave up halfway through. Uh, GWS just wanted it more from the get-go. I think you're right. They were just cactus. Like, um, they'd, done. they'd burned all their fuel tickets the week earlier. And um, and this younger side was running them off their feet. And it's a long yeah. trip. Um, uh, there was a couple of times where they were playing tempo footy, you know, as I say, and kicking around and just hitting targets, holding onto the ball, and you're like, guys, you're down by eight goals. Yeah. Yeah, um, you got to take a risk. There was one play that I really liked, which showed how good GWS were going to the game, which was uh, one of the players. I think it ended up in Himmelberg's hands, so it might have been Haynes who kicked the ball. Um, going down, you know, running through the middle, and you see Jerry McGovern breaks off. He goes, "All right, he's going to kick it over here." Yeah, and McGovern's man stood still, and they went, "Well." Yeah. Go kick it a McGovern's man because usually McGovern marks those you know nine out of ten. Yeah, one of the best intercept markers in the league. Yep, and they just waited for him to move and go right. I'm not kicking to McGovern. Yeah, um, not a bad little tactic. Yeah, and I mean it's paid off obviously. Um, Stephen Caniglio had a I thought a good game. Chased down well. I think he got thirty plus possessions if I remember correctly. Yeah, just actually thirty six, thirty five. Really got that many actually. Random thing I just noticed. No one kicked a point in the last quarter. 
Really? There you are. Yeah, there wow. was uh, about three rush behinds. But so, uh, Patton kicked out in the full the last <laughs> thing. <so. laughs> it was, uh, the, the pace was off in, yeah. in the last quarter. Yeah, and that's it. They put the cue in the rack already. I mean, Toby Green presented well, took uh, very well, good pack marks. Um, yeah. They tried to drop a man down in front of him and he just sort of plucked out the, the air. Top. Yeah, yeah, didn't matter. Um, so, I mean, they were spoiled for choices down forward, GWS, and um, West Coast just had, didn't have the, the cattle to keep him accountable. Uh, I thought Gaff tried hard, but still too many turnovers. Yeah, um, he still ran out the whole game, but yeah, he still it can't be that wasteful. Will uh, Will next week be Delidio's first game against the Tigers? Yep, yeah, yep. he didn't yep. play um, last time because he yep. was uh, still on the injury list. Mm. Yep, um, what was he two hundred and fifty odd games for his first finals win? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> Poor fucker. Um, yeah, he won't be able to shed light on too much of the Tigers' strategy in finals. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they'll right. kick it to the forwards. Okay, guys, what I know about the Tykes is whenever they get the ball in the back line, they give it to me. Oh, <laughs> shit. I think they've changed. <laughs> Watch out for the Lydia cut. <laughs> we always win when Liz is on the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. that's yeah. testing it. Testing it. All right, so we might as well do a quick uh, preview for next week. Um, Friday night, we got Adelaide and Geelong, or Adelaide v Dangerfield. Um, yeah. Which is really what the whole story is always going to be about. I, I attempted to play him forward. Just do it again. It's worked well, already once, mate. It, it's going to happen at some stage. Yeah, that's the bad thing about um, this week uh, for for Chris Scott is he's shown. Yeah, remember I've got this trump card and I'm prepared to do it. Yep. So now Adelaide have gone right. When Paddy goes forward, here's what we're going to do. Doesn't mean that's going to work, but it means they're prepared. Yeah. As opposed to when it happened at Hawthorne, they had no clue. Hmm. Um, and Longmire, well, he doesn't change for nobody, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so at least now um, the Crows have had a chance to go okay here's, here's th- that, that phase here's yep. what we're going to do um, and Don Pike's no slouch yeah. like, he, he's going to have plan B plan C yeah. um, for, for whenever that and happens Sloan is definitely done isn't he no I think he's back he's back he'll be back he'll, he'll be back, back. Do you reckon um, they to tag him or do you reckon that he'll be diminished after... Oh, tag the fuck out of him. You would test the shit out of you've him. You've got Scott Selwood, who that's his only role. Yeah. I don't think he's good enough to play as a genuine midfielder. So yeah. he needs to tag somebody. Yep. You, you're going to send him... If you're not hey, sending him... He did all slow. right last week, but I think it was the headband. He actually thought it was his brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe others thought it was his brother. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got to be careful. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, the wrong one. Oh, damn it. <laughs> So yeah, maybe stick uh, 24 men with headbands on. <laughs> the old uh, shell game. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck two around Motlop. <laughs> Everyone shaves their head and pretends to be Ablett. <laughs> yeah, they fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then come back again. But um, I saw Tex Walker picked up the uh, best captain in the league. Yeah, he's done it again at the uh, AFLPA Awards, yep. I believe. Yeah, Is that more like, like the Good Bloke Award? Pretty much. I, I think so. Um, so that should get him off a couple of games suspension uh, next year, which will be handy because he'll probably cop a couple. Yeah. But um, it, it, it is funny. Like, uh, a bloke who was struggling to get a game under a coach who fucking hated him for whatever reason mm. is, becomes captain and everyone's like, really? And then becomes uh, voted cult, the best captain. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Yep. Um, t- going from the doghouse to the penthouse. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, Alex Rams ripped off captain of the Australian team. <laughs> there's, only, there's only one thing holding him back. I think wow. he's getting captain of the year. Details. He was the captain of a team. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't played a game, but yeah. And never will. But he hasn't lost. There you are. Um, I, I think, again, uh, Geelong might have played their grand final one week, um, <laughs> shown their cards, and, and now Adelaide are just they're tuning up. Yeah. 
Yeah. See, fuck it. I've, I've been fucking wrong so far, and I think Adelaide will win, but I, I'm doubling down. I'm, I'm on Adelaide. I think uh, Adelaide Oval, they're too good, too strong. Uh, they're playing in the grand final, and it's going to be a fucking massive game. So you, you, you're doubling down? Or- I'm doubly down. I'm, I'm, not trying to, I'm trying to figure out if you're trying to put the mocks on them or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I've been fucking wrong so often that I've got to be right eventually. Right, there we go. Okay, I'm with you now. So I'm with Adelaide. With with the Crows. Yeah, I'm I'm going for the Crows only because one of my mates who I work with is um, a Crow supporter and also does the rosters for work. So if the Tigers <laughs> and the Crows get in, then I can definitely get that Saturday off. <laughs> or, or you're definitely working so we can get it off. Well, I don't know. That's going to happen. He doesn't work if it's Monday or Friday. Yep. <laughs> Um, and then Saturday Twilight, um, Richmond v GWS. I don't understand Twilight. To no, no, it was a four forty um, or something like that. Yeah, four forty five. I know the reason behind it is they said we want whoever you know the grand finalists. We want them to be at home. Sorry, home in bed Saturday night. Right. So why don't okay. you play it at two o'clock? That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't want them flying home the next day. Ah, that's right. What they're saying yep. if it was a you know. Uh, a night game yeah. they'd have to fly home Sunday and they don't want that Yeah. so play it at 2 o'clock yeah, like, that would make you know, sense. the time the grand finals fucking played Yeah. rather than a twilight which is just a weird time but it leads into news yeah. which is well, great play it at night and fuck them to be fair the AFL is still understaffed a bit um, after you know, <laughs> a, couple a couple of guys a few incidents uh, even though Buddha Hocking's come along um, it wasn't Buddha Hocking it's Hocking, it wasn't Buddha. Ah, f- he's come along too. <laughs> Fuck it, he's in there. He's at Port Adelaide, but that's all right. <laughs> no, he's joined. He's... Actually, I think he left Port Adelaide last year. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure he's doing something involving him community, I don't know, I'm making shit up as a go. Yeah, it's community it's, service. It's yeah. it's Port Adelaide. He so works at the RSPCA. This is how real AFL journalism is done. Just make shit what, up. What, you just browse Reddit too? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, this one's going to be uh, a very. It's going to be a, a game. If well, the Tigers come out the block strong. It's going to be the forward pressure. But if they, like we always say, if they can't put the runs on the board in the first half, I think they'll get run over by the end of it. Um, I don't see Jiras having another bad game like they did against the Crows. Um, no. But if it's at MCG, it's going to be a vast majority Tigers crowd. Yeah, and that could oh, give yeah. Tigers the the G up again as they did against Geelong. So I mean, obviously I'm going for Richmond. So, yeah, uh, this is going to be a very close game. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully there's a blowout and we can rest some players in the last quarter. <laughs> um, I, I do think that Lids will get a very hostile reception. Absolutely. And really? If, but, hang on. If Tigers are up comfortably in the fourth, I think, and he gets a junk time goal, they'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, yep. okay Lids. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not convinced. I think they'll still moon him. But, One uh, of us. <laughs> um, if he I, fucks up and uh, causes a turnover that gets... Uh, Richmond over the line yeah, yeah they'll cherry him off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on the Tigers I think uh, I, I don't see any of their mids being able to tackle Dusty uh, I think the closest to be Shield yeah. and his shoulders are fucked or, or Mumford but he's not playing he's not no playing, yeah. he, he might still uh, try and get him in the car park but I think Dusty <laughs> will have bigger mates I don't think that's a wise idea from Mumford <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think so at all <laughs> yeah it'll be it'll be interesting um and well, again, with uh, with Nankivis, uh looking pretty decent in the ruck. I mean, Nankivis versus Mumford would have been great. Yeah. Uh, we were at the GWS game, um, or I was. I don't know if yeah, you I wasn't. I didn't go. Um, and he, I think he battled against Mumford, but it didn't beat him. But they, he was looked like Mumford was leading him to the ball all night. Yeah. I think he'll have um, a, a better chance with Lob. Lob's more athletic, obviously, yeah. and will drift forward more, but I, I don't think that's going to disturb Nank too much. No, I think he likes to be able to push him around, around anyway. Yeah, and I mean, 
Let's be honest, Griggs, our ruckman. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to play uh, keepings off. Uh, not keepings off. He's going to no contest in the ruck. And he's going to have an extra midfielder, which should help. Davis on Jackie Boy <laughs> is a good one. Yeah, well, th- the thing is, we don't need to be Jack dependent to no. win. And so mm. it's good to have one of their pretty key players held back down in the goal square. So I'd like to see Jack push right back and just keep keep him down there. Uh, let the rest of the small small guys do the work, especially if it's going to be raining. Yeah, um, don't I know th- if the Bureau of Manager is up to date with Saturday. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's looking yeah. at rain all week. And to me, that uh, works well in Richmond's favour. They've so played really good in the rain. Well, yeah. and they beat GWS in the rain at yeah. the MCG. Yeah, rain in twenty two apparently. So anyway, um, do you send Townsend to look after Heath Shaw as like the? defensive just, yeah. slash dangerous forward yeah because you have to yeah because mm. you don't want him to be too much of a general in that back line because he does it too well yeah and so yeah that's not a bad move and obviously you have to be accountable for Townsend now you can't you run off him because exactly. he's going to punish you and he's strong overhead mark which I was surprised at or do you just uh, move Dusty forward put him on him and just tell him to get in his ear the whole fucking time I think you'll tell Dusty do whatever you want son <laughs> <laughs> you don't there. tell Dusty yeah. much it's like Dusty what are you doing I'll work around yeah. that <laughs> you just come off when you want we'll stick someone on but <laughs> be an arrogant cunt to him got it I'm on it <laughs> Um, the only danger for Richmond is if they get stage fright, but they survived it last time yeah. against Geelong when Geelong were more fancied, and uh, this time instead of it being a sixty forty crowd, it's going to be a ninety nine to one. Yeah, god damn! Can you imagine if they win and make a grand final? Well, if it's an Adelaide Richmond grand final, it'll be the first time since eighteen ninety eight <coughs> that it's the first grand final for every single player on the park. Really? Huh, Isn't that amazing? That is actually quite amazing. Yeah, which is, and 1898 was the first grand final. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. 97, they didn't play one. Oh, right. Um, it was just Essendon were on top. It was minor premiers, your oh, premiers. Oh, uh, yeah. right. Yeah. So they didn't really think that through, did they? No, well, they had one year and went, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck have we meant to do now? It's a grand final. I'll, I'll get my missus to sing the anthem. Cricket season being pushed back. Didn't we'll have an anthem again. back then, but that's all right. <laughs> Guys say the Queen, I guess. Waltzing Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that'll be... Interesting. I, I think Richmond can do it, um, yeah. which... Zero makes... injuries too. So they're going in as good as they're going to get. And VFL playing in the grand final on the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So we've got lots of people in form. And I, this feels like teams are falling down around us. So... so going to Bradbury this up. bitch. Yep. Oh, it's, I mean, we can't be... Even if we lose, can't be disappointed than the other seasons. So... No. What, yeah. What shocks me the most, though, is that um, last... Uh, Last week, when well, week before, when Richmond played uh, Geelong, tickets sold out in about twenty minutes. I didn't realise yeah. so many Richmond people had internet. No, I didn't realise <laughs> it up that early. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck me, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it'll be a massive sellout, and Jesus Christ, it'll it, like you say, it'll be ninety k. Uh, Richmond supporters. Yeah, we've heard how hostile the Richmond crowd are after some Geelong complaints. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, give them hell. Well, <laughs> funny thing is, the Richmond players, like, we knew that. They boo us if we were getting yeah. down at halftime. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what's made them inspired now. They're sick of getting slandered by their own team. But I always thought that there wasn't enough home team advantage in regards to the crowd giving people at, shit. At MCG. Yeah, like, I've already told the story, I think, about a friend from Russia who we took him to, to watch a game. <laughs> And he's like, I don't understand. Like, the ball goes to the fence, and they just throw it straight back to the player. <laughs> like in soccer, we fuck around with it. We we'll yeah. throw it the opposite direction. <laughs> call him a wanker, and the whole crowd loves it. Yep. He's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they can also get an occasional riot. And the only time the AFL this had that, then a point post fell down. Yeah, that's when they tried to up the price of pies. By the Etihad Stadium, I do love they had half price pie round. Uh, $2 pie round it yep. was yeah that, fucking magnificent it was perfect thing to watch the McGregor Mayweather fight <laughs> how fucking Aussie is that yep. no, 
half price pie round or two dollar pie round. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great. Round twenty three. <laughs> Translator, we bought too fucking many of these at the start of the year. <laughs> no one bought enough <laughs> last week. Frozen <laughs> aisle. Well, I tell you what, they we made sure they uh, didn't regret it. Yeah. Yep. So they got the money for it. All right. So three games of footy left for the year. Yep. Looking forward to it. Thank you again for listening and check us up on the Facebook page. We'll put the episodes up there one day. All right. Yep. Bye. Yep. Mate. Yep. The best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic tees, soft structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim. All made right here in the USA with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code GRATEFULAG23.